Hello everyone, I'm Secretary of Agriculture Sonny Perdue and I'd like to welcome you to the sunny side of the farm. Well hello everyone, this is Secretary Sonny Perdue again and welcome back to the sunny side of the farm. It's the podcast that tells you what we're doing here at the Department of Agriculture and where we hope to go. Today while we're trying to follow CDC regulations regarding distancing. I'm going to be by myself, but I just want to share with you a few things from my heart today over all you listeners out there and how proud I am of you farmers. We're going to do just like you do, farmers and ranchers. We're going to continue doing what we do because that's why we depend on you and that's what has kept this food supply chain sound and healthy and given a lot of calm to our public knowing that food's going to be there. I think maybe for the first time in your careers, you may be appreciated for what you do that people usually just take for granted. So before I get going on some of these uh, different themes that I want to talk to you about today, I just really want to thank everybody all the way up and down for those that provide the inputs to our farmers, seed, fertilizer, feed, all the equipment, everything that has to go into producing our food, but those ranchers and farmers that uh, day in and day out, year in and year out, continue to strive to put food on our table, as well as those processors and packers and people who package our food, those who deliver it, those who put it on the shelves, and even those who check us out. I'm so proud of you all. I just want to thank you for showing up and showing out in a great American spirit, and uh, you're really to be commended. And I'm, as an American citizen, I'm grateful as Secretary of Agriculture, I'm particularly grateful to be part of your fraternity. You know, many of you may be surprised to know that USDA plays a big part in providing lunch for millions of school children across this country. It's one of the major programs that we have in the school nutrition, as well as a SNAP program in addition to our farm programs. And while schools are closed due to the coronavirus pandemic, uh, we had to get pretty creative with our partners out there, our lunchroom professionals there to make sure these kids still receive what sometimes could be maybe the only nutritious meal they might receive in a day. We began immediately issuing program flexibilities and what's really interesting is innovative partnership with the government and the private sector. I'm one of these that believes that the federal government can't do it all nor should they do it all. That's why we've got a great uh, private sector in this country including our our ag industry and, and many others but in that food supply chain. In this program we join with the Baylor University Collaborative on Hunger and Poverty along with a great uh, logistics company called McLean Global, as well as PepsiCo, a food and beverage company, uh, to deliver nearly a million meals a week to students in rural America. While we have these uh, feeding sites where kids can come and grab it and go in town, and many times are bus routes, many of these remote kids in rural areas are very remote and they can't get back to get food like that. McLean Global is making sure it gets to them and we're very grateful for that. I think it's a great spirit of America that where the public and private partnership do that. But you know really all across this country Americans are stepping up to the plane in a range of different ways to ensure that all of our children, particularly those low income, those uh, in jeopardy have access to food during these difficult times. And I, I just want to say I think under the leadership of President Trump this is exactly what he's talking about when he calls a whole of America approach. It's just not whole of government, although our interagencies are working very good together. President Trump is leading us in a whole of America approach to fight this coronavirus. And you may have seen 
many private sector individuals at these briefings every afternoon. So I'm amazed during this time of uncertainty, the compassion and generosity of so many Americans from the hospital workers, our health workers, to our school nutrition professionals and those stepping up to feed kids as well as any other organization. This is what I believe Americans do when times are tough. We adapt, we overcome, and ultimately we will become victorious over this unseen virus that has created a lot of anxiety among all of us. You know, I mentioned at the opening about our food supply chain when uh, the panic a couple of weeks ago and shelves started to become barren, people got very anxious, but we assured people that the food supply chain is safe, it's strong, it's the best complex food supply chain in the world from those who grow our food, those who supply those who grow our food, with those who deliver, process, and stock our food in that supply chain. And I think our fellow Americans now know that they can depend on you all. I really appreciate that. While you're adapting and adopting enhanced safety precautions, you're still getting the job done and doing whatever it takes. That's what I love about agriculture. It's a whatever it takes industry. And uh, that's why I'm, I'm so proud to be part of, of you all and uh, watch what you do every day that oftentimes is taken for granted. You know, the average American doesn't really know what it takes to get that chicken breast they buy in the store or where their lettuce or eggs come from. But there's a whole line of people, a whole chain of people in industries that make up that food supply chain. Right now, it's more important than ever to ensure that it remains safe and secure. I just want to thank our own food safety inspectors there with USDA that are working on the job, staying there, and inspecting every carcass of chicken, hog, or beef just like they always have been. That gives us great assurance. Not only our food is, is there, it's abundant, it's uh, prevalent, but it's also safe, and I appreciate them day in and day out. But, you know, from that person that makes the equipment, that supplies the farmers, again, the seed, fertilizer, and uh, feed that go in day in and day out to produce this food and all through the processing, packaging, logistics, to greeting and checking out people. It's an intense and complex operation. But I just want to assure you and the American public that this supply chain is strong. It, uh, there's no need to hoard food, and we won't run out of food in America. And I think that's becoming apparent uh, to the people who seem to be shopping in, in better fashion rather than trying to load up multiple buggies or, or buy enough toilet paper for three months supply. I don't know where that came from, but you won't need that. We'll be out of that, uh, out of that situation soon, so just stay tuned. You know, one of the groups that we may not have mentioned, actually, while we mentioned farmers and ranchers, there are a lot of employees there that need to be on the job, and it may have been overlooked, but it's still a critical part of the U.S. food supply chain is access to a stable and legal agricultural workforce. You know, these crops won't get planted, they won't get picked, they won't get harvested if you can't get it out of the field. And agriculture, as many of you know, depends on H-2A labor in the fields. And it's important not to uh, confuse that with illegal immigration and taking jobs away from Americans. These are jobs that are contributing to the American economy by doing many of the jobs that Americans just don't want to do anymore. And this is one of them. And there's a real labor shortage of farm labor in America. And these people contribute to keeping us fed and keeping uh, our national security throughout the uh, food security chain in that way, and I appreciate them, and I appreciate the Department of State being very, very flexible in their uh, ability to allow us to continue to process 
these workers as essential workers coming in to help our economy. During this coronavirus, our partners across the federal government, including DHS and Border Patrol, as well as the Department of State, have waived the in-person interviews and have streamlined applications to ensure our farmers have access to labor so their crops can be planted, harvested, and sold at market. The Department of Labor has also been very flexible in identifying over 20,000 workers remaining here that they will allow their, their visas to be extended and move from one contractor or one farm to another. So that's also helpful. So overall, folks, I just want to thank you for letting me share my heart with you alone today. And uh, I know with you, I'm not alone, but I just want to thank you once again for what you do for keeping America safe and fed. And uh, you're a great part of America. So thank you for listening to The Sunny Side of the Farm. And we look forward to having you back with us on our next episode. From Sunny to all of you, wash your hands, practice good hygiene, and stay safe out there. God bless. Thanks for tuning into this episode of The Sunny Side of the Farm. And I look forward to visiting you again next month.